Welcome to another episode of Stand Out But Please Within. How's everyone going? So before we get on to today's topic, I always talk about my weekly highlights. And there are a couple of things I wanted to share with you that has been bothering me. So this week was another exhausting week at work, not gonna lie. So two people have quit in my group for the past month and a half. And there's another person that is thinking about quitting. And not only it's stressful for people that are quitting, but it's also stressful for people that are in the group. And for me, I've been having issues with enough resources for projects to go around. And we just don't have enough. Three people leaving is a really big deal. And I'm trying to keep everything together because we do have to go through, you know, have the projects running. But most of these people that are quit, they're quitting all of a sudden because of burnouts. And that is just not okay. So it sucks having no help from anybody because there's just not enough people. And putting that together... I'm also getting kind of burned out and right now I'm recording this on a Sunday night. Not looking forward to all the work that I have to do this coming week. Um, it's just not a good feeling for the most part. I am excited to go back to work on Monday or I'm ready to go back. But this past month, it's just not been like that. And I guess, you know, becoming a salary man or woman in Japan... That's just expectation that you're working for salary. But for me, I never thought of me working for money. It's always been something like a passion after working for five years in an industry total. I guess, you know, I'm kind of getting into that salary man, salary woman. And it's just not a good feeling. That's when you have to kind of rethink about your life. And see, hey, is this how I want to proceed? Because now that I'm actually like trying to make deadlines, you kind of get lost into why you're actually working in the first place. I don't know how other people are, but that's just how I am. And as my senior managers would say, if there's no enough resources and you can't get projects around, we just have to give up on something. And as much as I hate giving up on something, I have to because I'd rather focus on one or two tasks with 100% of my effort than do all the tasks and only give 30% of my effort, which is exactly what's going on with me. So I really need to have some time to rethink of what's going on because it's just like running here and there, try to balance something, work and and my personal life at the same time. So that's just something that's bothering me. And another thing that's been bothering me while I'm actually talking about this is it's been six months since I had this podcast running and I'm kind of hitting like a slump. So hopefully what I'm talking about every week is interesting enough for all my listeners because every week when I check my listeners i only have 10 people listening per week not gonna lie it just seems really sad for the numbers to go down 
every single week. It used to be a lot more, but I don't know, maybe people are busy with their lives or people not listening to podcasts, but it's hard to get that number up. And I have to keep trying. Being consistent is the key, but even thinking about what to talk about every week has also been a struggle. So we'll see what happens. Maybe I have to change the topics I talk about per week. So even though like currently I talk about how to be an individual, be yourself, and talk about cultural differences between Japan, maybe I need to add something else that could be interesting for other people. So I always talk about this. If you have any topics that you want me to discuss, it could be anything to please leave a comment on my social media listed in the show notes. And I'm excited. You know, honestly, like I only have a couple of people that reach out to me. So hopefully I can get that going. And then maybe the guests too i have kind of a hard time getting guests too because i have to make sure they align with the topics that i want to talk about but with people have their own schedule it's hard to get that and let's discuss this week's topic which is about college admissions process in the u.s and surprises that i saw with differences in japan so why i decided to talk about this topic is this Past couple of days, I watched a documentary on Netflix called Operation Varsity Blues. And it's the largest college admission scandals that happened in the US. If you have Netflix, you should check it out and see what it's about. Because I heard news bits and pieces for the past few years, but I never really realized what exactly happened till I watched this documentary. So for people that are not really familiar, in US, there's always some back ways for parents to pay schools so kids can get into like a university and this is like a biggest scandal of that and parents paid money to like this foundation owned by this one guy which donated the money to athletic teams that are not super famous and in order for them to donate to like athletic teams of a really big university, actually, like Stanford, Harvard, Yale, USC, that they'll uh, make like a fake application for the kids that they're going under a athletic scholarship. So, and then they can get into the university of the choice. So parents pay a lot of money for kids to go into a university. It happens in US a lot, especially people that have really big money but there was like another way that parents can pay for a little bit of a cheaper price they call it like a side door instead of a back door yeah so that's a documentary that i watched highly recommend it if you're really curious about what happens in u.s college and another thing that i watched was a youtube called being a top 1% college student in Japan. And it's on Asian Boss channel on YouTube. I will leave a link in the show notes. Highly recommend that YouTube channel. I always watch it. You can get a lot of insights on Asian countries and what they're going through. So I thought I will talk about my experiences in college from me applying to college and what I saw with application process in Japan and what college kids go through in Japan, which really surprised me. 
so if you're Westerners, especially in U.S., you're probably familiar with the college application process. And I just wanted to kind of quickly touch on that. And for college in U.S., college admission will look at your grades in your classes. They look at extracurricular activities. They look at your application with essays. And also have standardized tests called SAT or ACT. So when you apply for college, I felt like there were different tests where you have to keep up throughout the year, like the AP testing and not just um, tests once a year. You also have to kind of make sure that you're getting, you're a well-rounded student. So you have to have good grades, which you have to keep that throughout the year extracurricular activities you have to not just like one or two but you usually have like several um, groups that you're part of which takes most of the year out of your life so that's what I felt normal when you was applying for college because I felt that if a university will like a well-rounded people and then they want more demographics So I grew up thinking about that. So not just tests are important. Other stuff is also important as well. But I went to grad school in Japan. And the application for foreigners, it's a little bit different. And I was living abroad. So everything was done through like a video conference call. So I did the test online and then... I have my grades. I went to grad school in Japan. So what I noticed was completely a different way of applying for colleges. And not just for grad school, but for undergrad was completely different. And this is based on what I hear from other people and what I saw. So I wanted to give my opinion on like if it's good or bad. And so for college admission in Japan, it's strictly based on test results. And I felt like this is not just Japan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's like an Asian country thing. Because I know in India too, when you get into college, you need like the best test scores. Not sure if extracurricular really matter when you're applying. So for US, it really does matter. But for Japan, I'm not sure if it does. And... I think based on like which university you're trying to apply into, you take two tests. So one is like the standardized test. And another one is you take a test at the university that you you want to get into, your desired university. And by the time you actually apply and then take the test, you already have your major figured out. So for example, you want to go into an engineering major. So you have to take certain tests such as math or science or and focus a little bit less on less on something like English. I think for now English is required now for every student, but it's you already have your degree picked out and the tests are designed for that. And for students, the tests are the important thing. So you t- study and study just for the test. So you can get into the university. I think what I heard was people study for this test maybe like at most six months, but they will neglect their studies from their classes. They go to these like certain facilities where you 
pay money and then they teach you how to take these exams. I know they have these certain test taking skills that you need in order to get a higher score, which I've noticed that Japanese people are very good at test taking. So that's something I'm really envious about, but it's solely based on tests. So they do, they work really hard to get good results. And once they're in the college of their dreams or their choices based on the tests, the studying goes away, which was something I was really surprised about. And I remember, so I was living in the dorms and there were grad students and undergraduate students mixed. And grad school is a little bit different because I was in the science field. So most people would have to go in and finish their academics paper or research. So they will have to spend a little more time. But for undergrad students, I never really seen any students studying like every single week. I only see them studying during an exam, which is like a week before. And I felt that that's not really like a way of studying because all you're doing is like memorizing, which is kind of a bad system of Japanese school system. But you just memorize and memorize till after the test where you basically forget it. So I felt like, hey, don't you need to study? Because don't you have homework? But it's not really like you have big homework. You just have like a bigger exam. So I felt that you're not really learning or applying. So I really felt disappointed. And all they really care about is going to their clubs. So most of the Japanese people, they go to clubs and they spend more time just going to these clubs and... Um, I mean, it could be academic clubs, but most, I think they're clubs like sports or academics, but they don't really pay attention to the studies. And even in grad school, so I remember in my laboratory, I felt that foreigners, they cared about school a lot more than the Japanese students. So I remember when I was in grad school, there was the World Cup for soccer, And it was in South Africa, so day and night was completely switched. So obviously, even like the foreign students will watch the World Cup, which was like around 2 a.m., 3 a.m. But the foreign students will definitely show up to the laboratory the next day. But the Japanese students, because they were up all night, they will not come to the laboratory for the next day, which I felt it was a little bit irresponsible. (laughs) So... You can tell how much they're serious about laboratory work compared to foreigners. I felt like foreigners, they really do care about the research and they really are passionate about what they're doing compared to the Japanese people. All they care about is just graduating so they can go into the real world and go through the job because they need to be, it will look good on their resume or that you went to grad school. So that's just something that I noticed that comparing to Western culture to Japan is that I felt like the way they study or why they study applicational process is different, maybe cultural wise. 
yeah, let me know if you guys have,、uh, if your country goes through the same situation. Always leave a comment on my social media, listen to the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.